Charlie. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. Tear This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic interview of Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. I'm your host for this interview, Ryan Treasure. And wow, we have some some interesting things to talk about. Um, this this world seems to be exploding in, a, in, a, in a, an, an epidemic of natural remedies uh, where a lot of people are turning towards naturopathic medicine uh, outside of Western medicine uh, as kind of a first result rather than and running to the doctor, trying out some different natural things. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of that. Uh, you know, my mom grew up on a farm, uh, always farming and doing everything in a natural way. And not to mention that back in those days, they didn't have a lot of money to go to the doctor. So people were always uh, coming up with uh, fun remedies that were home-based remedies and things that would help cure coughs and colds and, you know, those types of things. And so I'm always about talking with individuals and entrepreneurs in the space. And today we're going to talk to Martha and Kurt Van Inwegen about their new uh, endeavor that's just hit the $1 million mark. Uh, Life Elements is their brand. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks very Happy much. Happy to be here. So, you know, we were kind of talking off air and I was letting you guys know a little bit about how, you know, pro CBD and THC and medical marijuana and all that that I am and uh, which which is also helpful when you're doing an interview with somebody who owns a company in that space. So uh, great to not have to have kind of a battle of the wits, so to speak. I had done an interview a couple of weeks ago with a guy who does uh, FDA advocacy against vaping um, and him and I kind of came to a crossroads about, you know, some of the issues with vaping and some of those things. And I I, I kind of had to explain to him that, you know, a lot of these things that they're dealing with are, are not reputable companies creating products. And if they get too far down the road and, and they get too crazy with the vaping thing, they're going to lose what is the most effective method of quitting smoking cigarettes um, for people if the FDA gets involved and tries to ban vaping or do anything crazy like that. And, you know, so he was kind of anti everything. And I, I think I was able to turn him around a little bit. Advocacy is good. <laughs> so let's talk about you guys for just a second. You know, finding your frequency is all about, you know, the journey and, and, and that, that story of how you got where you're going and why you're doing what you're doing. So uh, Martha and Kurt, tell us a story about how you guys got started in this business and how you found your frequency in life and in business and decided to follow this path. Sure. Um, well, it started with me. Um, and having grown up in Mexico, I was born and raised in Mexico through my formative years. Uh, my grandparents raised me. And back then, uh, which was, you know, late 50s, there we didn't have any money. There was, uh, in fact, we didn't even have running water. There was no electricity. Uh, the town that I grew up in was basically a village. There were no more than 100 families living there. So everything that we had had to be made right there at home. And so the ingredients for those products either came from the backyard 
or you know, my grandfather would take us up into the hills and we would forage and gather ingredients for everything that my grandmother would make. And that stuck with me. Um, I grew up with that, you know, having natural home remedies, whether it was medicinal or whether it was shampoos or soaps or things like that. And it just stuck with me um, when I came to the United States. Unfortunately, life took me in a different direction where I went into technology for about 25 years. But the thought of creating my own products was always in the back of my mind. It was just a passion that was within me that I wanted to bring forth. And one day, um, talk about finding your frequency. I was working for a company and it was late at night. I'd been traveling throughout California visiting clients. And I almost um, crashed my car into a high snow embankment. And I thought to myself, my goodness, you know, I could have died tonight and tomorrow the company would have found somebody else to replace me. I was just a body there that was bringing in sales for them. And I thought, gosh, if I'm going to be working this hard for somebody else, I might as well do it for myself. And so when I got to my destination that night, I called Kurt and I said, you know, I've had it. I just don't want to do this anymore for somebody else. And so I quit my job the next morning. I gave them my notice. And when Kurt asked me, what are you going to do? I said, I'm really not sure, but there's a passion within me that I want to try to pursue. And so once I uh, left the company completely, I just dug in and started learning how to make all natural products. I, you know, the internet taught me a lot. I took classes, um, I went to seminars, and I started devel developing our own product line of all natural products. And so we've been doing that for 13 years now. Wow, 13 years, that's awesome. So what did you do in technology and does your technology background uh, help you guys with the business aspect of this company? Well, Kurt and I met in that industry and what I was doing at the time is that I was working for a corporation that was in the public safety um, field. And so we did <laughs> digital mugshot systems, fingerprint systems, uh, jail management systems. So I can say that I've been to a lot of jails and prisons throughout the United States, which, you know, that didn't make it fun either. And then Kurt was in technology as well doing sell, uh, marketing. Um, I was in sales and he was marketing and that's how we met. So in terms of how it's helping us now, I think more of Kurt's background has helped us. Uh, he joined me uh, here at Life Elements uh, four years ago when he left technology himself to to dive deep into what we're doing now. And so having brought him on board has really changed uh, uh, the direction of the company, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, Martha is definitely the creator and the alchemist for our products. And uh, she's always got ideas. And we've actually been asked to speak on what it's like to uh, be in business with your spouse. And so the analogy I use is that, you know, Martha likes to jump off the cliffs and I'm the one that catches her and um, because she's got these ideas. And so finally not into, you know, a business strategy uh, and, and an execution plan is, is, is where I come from. 
I, I was in corporate marketing, and so that definitely helps. But I was also on the operations side in terms of, uh, you know, finance and costing and things like that. So that's been very beneficial for us together to keep this business going. That's awesome. Uh, I, I love I love when a husband and wife team are, are working together. I, I work with my wife also here at Voice America. She's in our, our accounting controller. Uh, I'm the vice president of operations, and uh, even though we don't work kind of in the same in in the same lane, she does like finance and I do operations. But you know, we we come to work together every day, and we see each other all day long every day. We come home to each other every day, and I think that um, you know those couples who work together, live together, all of that type of thing um, have a much stronger bond and um, you, you really get to the root of any of your relational problems pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. It certainly does bond you. you know. Well, we, you know, for, for the listeners, you know, it, it definitely is, is a different kind of relationship, but even in my corporate experience, I used relationships, you know, as metaphors for whether it's your, your partner or whether it's your business partner you know, you still have to have the same level of, of respect and be able to have the difficult conversations without, you know, pissing each other off and, and you know, running out of the house. That's that's a really important lesson. And, you know, whether it's business or, or personal stuff, uh, you got to be pretty focused in what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and come into it with the right attitude. I learned that one the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about the company for a little bit. Um, you, you guys have been uh, successful with the company and 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 making all of these great products. Uh, were you guys making these types of products um, back in Mexico, or are you just utilizing the you know methodology of making the natural products from there? It's really the methodology. You know how you how bringing ingredients together and the ingredients that you used to address specific issues. So for instance, you know, when I had a, a stomach ache or a headache or um, just wasn't feeling well, my grandmother would go to the backyard, you know, chamomile, mint certainly was used for stomach issues, um, headaches, she would, uh, well, uh, I wanna say mash, but <laughs> really uh, grind the mint and apply it to our temples things like that. And so it's using that methodology that I love so much and not using preservatives, just keeping it as natural as possible that I love doing. And that's how we started. And our first product line was actually a line of couples products. So there was lotions and lubricants and candles and linen mist and that was just our way of coming together at the end of a week because back then back 13 years ago the only there weren't any natural products for couples everything you have to go to an adult store to purchase and those were all cheesy they smelled like cherries and papa you know and uh um, my ties or things like that. They were very synthetic and that wasn't anything that I wanted to put on our bodies. And so that was the first line that we created. And then from there, um, there's been a lot of pivots and turns of, of, along the way. And one of the products that came out of that was another uh, product brand that we created, which was called Action Wipes. And it originally was an intimacy towelette 
that we turned into an outdoor necessity and um, you know, especially for Burning Man and music festivals and camping and such like that. And, and coincidentally, the, that product, Action Wipes, also became one of the top industrial wipes that firefighters were using to remove the toxins from their skin while they were on scene to uh, help uh, with their fight against cancer. And so, it, you know, that use really opened our eyes to, you know, what we are making here is is really important to people's overall health. And it was a very inspiring uh, period in the business to be able to help all these first responders. And you know, that's kind of where we're at today. Like like you said in the in the beginning, it's it's a product that really does can help change your life. Oh, that's awesome. The fact that the firefighters found use for, uh, you know, a product that was essentially developed for other purposes is really cool. I, I love it. Like when you listen to the story of like WD-40, right? Uh, kind of a similar story. Like WD-40 was created for some whole other thing, but it's like the best, you know, lubricant on planet Earth. And I, I also learned that I can spray it on the wheels of my truck and shine them up really nice and they don't get dirty anymore. <laughs> we love WD-40 for everything. <laughs> right. But I mean, that's, that's kind of a, the, the kind of idea like you guys developed a product for one thing and then ultimately it was able to be like a multi-use product and which makes it you know a a really cool product for the product itself but from the business standpoint it really allows you to kind of diversify the usages to help broaden the revenue spectrum right and and then getting back to how where we're at today uh at one point i became a beekeeper and started uh, uh making honey culinary honey flavor honey with all kinds of spices, again, keeping it all natural that chefs were using throughout the States. And uh, from that, I started developing the body care line that had the honey in it. Everything that I was taking out of the hive, which was the propolis, the royal jelly, the beeswax, was, I was putting into the, into the products themselves. And so from that, is how we got into the current line. Uh, we started working with CBD back in 2015, experimenting with it after my daughter was uh, started using it to help with her anxiety. And you know, we just saw the results of how much it was helping her. And, and so I started working with it, developing the products. And so the CBD and Honey Collection was launched in March of 2018. And that's what we're focused on now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I've definitely heard widely about CBDs uh, assisting the the anxiety problem. Uh, my my wife uses CBD for that exact reason, and it's been very helpful for her life. So I, I definitely can see those those helpful pieces. You know, uh, from a product standpoint, you know, you, you, you create these products that are all natural and they don't have any preservatives, but... Um, in, a, in a world where, you know, you're talking about wholesale or retail or, you know, things that are, are bottled or, or put into containers and, you know, they have like a shelf life of sorts. Does that cause you guys a headache with your product um, only because not having any preservatives? Do you have any any issue with the products not lasting long enough for the usage time or um, or, or what does that kind of look like in your guys' space? Well, for us, um we don't work with, I, well, let me rephrase that. I'm not making any products currently that include water. Whenever you add water to anything, that's when you really have to take care of adding preservatives because water will start 
molding within months. Uh, and so we don't have that issue. I'm working with all oils and waxes and butters. And so that kind of takes care of you know, the necessity for preservatives. Also, we are the makers. Everything that we that you find on our website, we're making it. And so it's not on somebody's warehouse for months and months before the store finally gets it. A lot of the products that you're seeing coming to market right now are white labeled or private labeled. And what that means is that somebody has made it for them. And typically the Mac um, minimum order uh, that they have to purchase are in the thousands. And so they have a lot of product that has to be distributed. And a lot of times it just sits in their, in their shipping department. And so we don't have that. Everything we make is pretty fresh. It goes from my hands over to the packaging uh, right here in our own offices. We label everything, we code everything. It goes right into our shipping department and it goes right directly to the client. And so, and it sells pretty quickly. So it's rare that there's anything that's over several months old. Oh, well, that's good to know that you guys don't have like this, you know, mass processing engine that's happening with products kind of sitting there on the shelves. And um, do you guys have the ability to scale for the uh, for supply and demand? Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure that as, as supply or as demand increases, um, are you going to just have to hire other people that follow the same uh, the same guidelines for how you're making the product and, and kind of oversee them and then making them yourselves? Is that kind of your trajectory for growth? no outsourcing yes and that's that's our that's our roadmap and what i was getting to is we've we've been burned by uh using co-packers in past experience and so it's it's absolutely critical for our business and it's part of our strategy that we will uh grow organically and you know we're fortunate we're here in the san luis obispo area of california uh, and Cal Poly is is our local uh, university. We've we've hired uh, uh, professor consultants and also students now. One who's on full time with us, who's helping us with this supply chain management, lean uh, lean manufacturing practices. We use good manu we practice good manufacturing practice um, in all of our production. So yes, we are scaling, but that scaling is is based on you know, we're not making this stuff up. It's, it's based on real production methodology, uh, supply chain management and all that sort of stuff. And so the talent that we're able to work with just because we have a university that has that industrial technology degree has been incredibly beneficial and helpful for us. And we're also in the process of acquiring uh, equipment that's going to help us scale up. Uh, one of the really fun things that we're working on and expect to get delivered in the next uh, several weeks is a robotic arm. Currently, we make bath bombs that we individually dose. So we have a full-time person that sits there and they weigh out CBD in these tiny little spoons on these micro scales and that's all they do all day long because each bath bomb is um, dosed and so we've been working with a robotics company to develop a robotic arm for us that will do that automatically using AI and so that's really exciting and then uh, we're also uh, purchasing equipment to do the uh, labeling and bottling and um, 
just yeah, pouring. You know, right now we hand hand pour everything, so we're getting the equipment that will do that for us. But it's one of those journeys that you take on when you know we both have technology and corporate experience and selling experience and marketing experience but the the art of manufacturing something especially a high quality product is there's always something new every day that we learn or <laughs> or <laughs> pivot from because uh, we didn't know enough in the beginning but you know bringing on the the right talent um, is incredibly important, not just workers for us, but people that have very yeah. specific skill sets that can help us uh, scale. Well, and that's kind of part of the entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey. You you have some ups and some downs, and you know, always learning from all the different things that you're doing. And you know, I'm I'm a big proponent, and I talk about this on the show a lot. Like most people learn through failure. Like you go do something, you fail at it. You know, whether it's a process, a procedure, an entire job, a career, whatever it is, you 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 try it, you fail at it, and you go, all right. Now I know how to do to do it better and uh, work, mm-hmm. working through that process. And, you know, those those have for me with all of the processes and I manage web development and, you know, several things here at Voice America. And that's been my experience as well as just, you know, being able to learn through failure and making sure that if you do fail at something, you don't let it you know let you down. You take it as a learning opportunity and, and grow from that. Right. Right. And being able to to go into a different direction you know, having uh, the willingness to do that is also important. Yeah, I, you know, what's interesting is, is as you were asking Martha uh, some of these questions, it, it, it really did dawn on me that, you know, we launched our CBD line last year. Uh, you know, we had been experimenting with it for a couple of years, but, but it really goes back to the, the idea that, you know, Martha was, it started with Martha when she was a kid and, and we've definitely had pivots in our business. We have definitely had failures. And I think it comes back to that 10,000 hour rule. You know, we're really hitting our stride now because we've been trying so many different things that we actually know how to do this now. And it's one of the things that as a consumer who's out there listening, looking for CBD products, there is so much junk on the market and there are so many misleading claims that some of these larger companies even are making that it really uh, you have to be very careful what you're buying and so we're very confident in being able to say that we're making a really high quality product and, and we're following all the rules and regulations and tools like having certificates of analysis and individual uh, independent testing results available to our customers and uh, those are really important things to have. Well, and that stuff for you guys is um, there's not really regulations in California yet that require you to have uh, you know the breakdowns of the chemical breakups or makeups of those those products, right? Is that just kind of like the wild wild west? Well, it is the wild west, but uh, you know we we're, we've been part of some industry forums and things like that, and there's a lot of self regulation, especially from companies like ours who've been in the business now for you know more than six months <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the stats was that that just uh, between uh, January and September of 2019 there was over 2,000 CBD companies that you know opened their doors and the self-regulation is one of the differentiators that we as a you know as a business uh, use to help differentiate ourselves but you're right, it's, it's kind of loosey-goosey. The only thing the FDA has done specific to CBD is to, 
to focus the regulation on ingestible products, um, which w which we don't make. But it's it's still it's definitely still the wild west on many dimensions. Yeah, I hear that a lot from uh, people that are in the space, and I, I hear the I hear the word self regulation a lot too. And you know, it's good to know that there's companies out there that care about their customers, and they want to make sure that they're putting forth the right products. Because there's not always, you know, good apples that are out there like you guys trying to make sure that everybody's good. There's a lot of people out there that are just, you know, trying to capitalize on like. Oh, as a CBD, I can go sell a bunch of it and then not really care about the product itself. They're just more worried about, you know, how can I market and sell as many of these as possible and jump out, you know? Oh, my goodness. If I could only tell you, I belong to several Facebook groups that are for makers, whether it's bath bomb making or just natural product making. And the questions that some of these makers put on there is, well, how do I measure the CBD? I just, you know, it's selling so well for everybody else. I want to get into it as well, but they don't even know where to begin. And so they're just making stuff up. And I just, I get so flabbergasted. I am frustrated and, you know, I always show Kurt, oh my goodness, look at this question. Can you believe it? And here they are selling product. Yeah, that that tarnishes the industry, not, you know, it it, 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 it tarnishes them. Yeah, because they look silly because they don't know what they're doing. But, you know, you have 2000 companies in a space and 500 of them are, you know, just kind of throwing stuff to the wall and seeing what mm -hmm. sticks. Then that, that makes the industry have a problem because you guys know this. Consumers have to have trust uh, in order to go and make purchasing decisions, you know. Right. It's it's very true. And and in this day and age where a false rumor um, can get spread very quickly, it, it definitely hurts the industry in the sense that some people saying, well, you know, you never know what's in those packages. And so it comes down to a lot of education. And when we do events, that's 90% of the discussion is people basically hammering us with really good valid questions, but us being able to have the answers and helping to educate them to here's how you navigate this this stuff because it's it has it has changed and evolved so fast you know a year ago uh we were you know we were still kind of just tipping our dipping our toes in the water and it's it's incredible how oh, fast man. it's yeah. uh, it's moved so i'm gonna i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and i could be completely wrong or i could be 100 percent right let me guess the two main questions that you guys get from people is will CBD get me high and will mm -hmm. CBD get rid of my pain? Yes. Or, uh, <laughs> will it help me sleep? That's the third one. So those are the three biggest questions for sure. So the three of us, we know out, out of the gate. So <laughs> yeah. we'll, 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 we'll help with a little education here. CBD will not get you high, <laughs> right? Correct. It, 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 it's, it's derived from, uh, there's a, there is, there is a, uh, uh, some some uh, regulation in that respect, right? The CBD right. product has to have how much percentage or less of THC in order to be considered okay. Well, just to be to be very very clear, so so by by its very nature, hemp uh, and and by regulation, it can only contain 0.3 percent or less THC, and by definition, the hemp plant you know produces that. Um, but it's also important for people to understand because another question was, well, this isn't as good as the CBD that comes from the marijuana plant. And that's not true either. CBD is CBD is CBD. Uh, it's the same molecule. 
And the way CBD and THC do interact is, is a whole nother topic. But uh, yes, it will not get you high and um, it's 0.3% or less. All right, so the next question was, will CBD help me with my pain? Yes and no. <laughs> at, its, at its root, CBD, cannabidiol, is a, a really powerful anti-inflammatory. You know, there's arnica and turmeric and camphor and ginger, and there's a lot of other beneficial natural ingredients, but CBD really is, is quite powerful. Um, and it, in some cases, it can work in concert with THC, um, but it, it, it focuses, in our business, we focus on topicals, and topicals is soft tissue, so muscle pain, joint pain, um, won't necessarily help you so much with nerve pain, but as a topical, it's an incredible tool for reducing inflammation for back aches or knee pain or, you know, you name it. Yeah, that's a hundred percent, and I, I can definitely attest to that. I've I've used CBD in that respect, and uh, I have some some muscle things going on. And for whatever reason, no amount of stretching, yoga, or core exercises have been able to uh, get some of the swelling in those muscles to go down. And using a regimen of CBD, I think I was on it for like about seven days. I was doing, um, you know, like a milliliter two times a day, one in the morning and one in the evening time. And after that seven day period. Oh my goodness, I finally had some relief. It was amazing. And that was an ingestible, like a, a tincture. Yeah, or like a, some uh, oil drops, element. yeah. Right, yeah. When you apply would, it topically. I, I was using both, actually. I have to back up. I had a topical solution as well, so I was actually <laughs> doing both two times a day. Yeah, and I think that's important to note, too. When you're using a topical, you're going to know within 10 to 15 minutes after applying it whether it's going to work for you or not. Whereas when you are taking the tincture or a supplement uh, form, it's going to take a little bit longer. But topically, you'll know pretty quick. Yeah, I had good results with the topical stuff too. And you're right, it definitely kicked in much faster. But it took, for me, it took an extended amount of time of days of like applying it over and over and over again, where I actually got, I actually got like full relief. Like the symptoms went away completely. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a pain management thing anymore. It was like, it was gone. <laughs> Yes, it's really amazing when you're when you're doing both a topical and an ingestible, how they work together. Once, once working from within, and once working from you know out, um, from the outside in. So it's uh, it is pretty amazing. We the stories that we get are tear jerking. I will sit on the phone when somebody's called me and told me about how it has changed their life, and we sit there and cry together. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So as you guys kind of look at the horizon for the company and yourselves and, and, and those types of things, where do you guys see this going in like 10 years? Like what's, what's, what's next? Boy. Well, this, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, we want to, we want to keep doing what we're doing. And so we finally at this stage in our life are really have honestly a job that we love and we, we know that we're helping people. And so, you know, we're going to take this as long as we can. There's interesting opportunities for investment. And by the way, we are completely self-funded. And so in some ways that actually limits our scale. Um, but you Keeps know, out the bad we, apples. 
<laughs> we think there's some, some really good opportunities for us to keep this as a sustainable business, meaning that it's sustainable, it's, it's making uh, a profit margin, it's able to take care of our employees, and uh, we even have, uh, we've got three kids together, and, and our kids have all participated in some way, and so, you know, it's, we, we would like to keep going and stay focused. That is one of the hard parts, is to stay focused, but focused on what we really do best. Yeah, keep developing new products, and you know, CBD, it will be around for a long time, but there's some other exciting ingredients that are coming to market. Again, all natural. You know, we're I'm looking at mushrooms and things like that. That I'm just um, thinking of all oh, these new products that we could create, and it could be a combination, or you know, it's a completely different direction. But since this is our core business, we we just want to keep it sustainable and keep going. Well, that's awesome. Kudos to uh, both of you guys for what you've accomplished. You know, having a self-funded company, number one, is uh, a, a pretty hard task to do to keep, you know, uh, uh, cash flow in line and, you know, keeping all of those those pieces together and making sure that you don't have to ask for an influx of cash in any, any reason. Uh, and so kudos to you guys for managing that properly. And I appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, I want to make sure that the uh, listening audience knows that they can follow you guys um, on Instagram at life.elements, which is your Instagram page. Do you guys have uh, Twitter and all of those things as well we can give out to the listeners? We do. We have the Facebook, which is Life Elements. Um, and then we have Twitter, which is Life Elements. And there's two E's in the middle. Uh, uh, so it's L-I-F-E-E-L-E-M-E-N-T-S. And, and then we have our website, lifeelements.com. Awesome. Well, Martha, Kurt, thank you guys for sharing your story, your expertise, uh, and a little bit about your company uh, on Finding Your Frequency. We really appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks Ryan. Ryan. We appreciate it. For those of you guys just tuning in or tuning in late on the show, make sure you go and check out the on-demand podcast version. And of course, you can follow everybody at Life Elements, L-I-F-E-E-L-E-M-E-N-T-S, and of course, lifeelements.com. Uh, and you can listen to this on Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, or of course, uh, on the voiceamerica.com website and anywhere that podcasts are heard. I want to welcome uh, and thank everybody for joining us and have a wonderful day. <laughs> 